is going on everybody i hope you are all doing well we are here with you live hi everybody um how are you all doing <laughs> right right um i'm a little happier today because my five o'clock shadow grew back in my beard grew back in the other day i saved it i'm like oh dear god um so uh hey how are you uh it's nice to see you all uh glad to be here as always and you know what I'm going to have to say to start the show? Because I was listening to this on the way home, and it always gets me fired up. Are you ready to go? Are you ready for this? Oh, my God. I love Kenny Omega's song. Um, it gets me psyched up. Butterspark, hello to you. Um, all right. So before we get started here, as always, let me throw out some of our finer details of the show. First off, let me thank the folks at Manscaped, the good folks at Manscaped for sponsoring our show. As always, um, it is a week, guys. I was, like, shocked it's a week away. It's only a week away until Christmas. It's insane. You only have eight more days, seven more days, actually, until uh, Christmas Eve to get your gifts. What better way to get a gift? And you can see it up there. Manscaped, refining the gentleman. Use our code insiders for 20% off for that man in your life. Get him the lawnmower three so he can get himself cleaned up. Get that jungle taken care of, right? Because it's never good to have a jungle there. And uh, the other products they have are tremendous, good, good stuff. And they have been nice enough to give us that code for you guys. So go out there, use it, and get that man in your life a great Christmas gift. So thanks to Manscaped uh, for sponsoring the show as always. Secondly, yes, um, always do a little preview of what we got coming up for the week. So that is where I will go next. What we have coming for you, obviously, tomorrow we're off. Um, watch for polls when we're off. I like to – hi, Hayden. It's great to see you, too. Um, we like to get polls out on our days off, and we put uh, we put out the polls for our awards. So make sure you're voting. Uh, I think this – the last couple of days one was uh, best – now I forgot what the hell I put. Uh, shocker. Um, I uh, I think it was biggest. Oh, uh, biggest biggest uh, comeback. Biggest like uh, biggest uh, moment of the year. I think it was. Anyway, you can go take a look at that. Make sure that you vote. Um, but yeah, we'll probably have another one tomorrow too. So keep watching that. Uh, Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have our TLC preview show. Make sure you're here for that. Um, even more so because, man, did we get news today. Uh, we're not going to go over it much tonight because we've got a ton of other stuff to do. But Jody will be here. Uh, the gang will be here. We've got to talk a lot about an Inferno match uh, that we are getting on Sunday. Is this the big, you know, is this it? Is this the big culmination of this? Ray sent out a tweet today, and if you read it, which I'm sure many of you did, it looks like this could be the big thing. That, and is it a cinematic match? It could be. Uh, but we'll talk about that a lot 
on Saturday night. So make sure you join us for that. I'm sure you're going to want to hear what Jody's got to say about it as well. Um, and then, of course, Sunday will be TLC. So make sure that you come along, watch TLC with us. Uh, I'm sure we're all going to mark out like fools uh, whenever we see this Inferno match. Uh, among other things, there's a good – I mean, we got Roman Reigns and KO, uh, which should be a great match. Um, yeah. Some other great stuff. We got Sasha Banks and Carmella. Um, we have some good things that might happen at uh, TLC. So come out. Check us out on Sunday. Um, you may watch other things, but you know what? You've got multiple devices. Put us on one of those devices. We don't care. We don't care if you use the little small cell phone screen. We don't care. Just stick us on somewhere and throw us, you know. I mean, what do you got to lose, right? Perfect. All right. All right. So let me welcome in uh, some people. Face everybody's like, yeah, I, I keep forgetting. you. A lot of you guys didn't see our faces last week. Um, um, Tuesday. I'm sorry. It was too good. All confused. It was Tuesday night. Um, hey yo, hey yo to Jen. Hello, how are you? Larissa Sapphire has arrived. Hello, Sapphire, how are you? Uh, Tazzy, it's an insider's podcast, baby. <laughs> Good evening, all says Jason Peace. Hello to you, Jason Hayden. I uh, hello to you. There's Chris. Hello, Chris. How are you? Rusty Shackleford is here. Hello, Rusty. Uh, Kevin Correa is here. Hello, Kevin. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Sean Rousset is here. Hello, Sean. Good evening. Butter Spark is here. Hello to you. Going down the list. Big Dan. Big Dan. What's up, Big Dan? How are you tonight? Gust is here. Hello, Gust. I hope you are well. Sunny Wolf is here. Aye, Joe and Jeff. Yes. I know Sonny's running away. See, we we're always going to meet people. <laughs> <running>. um, <laughs> uh, all right, I think I got everybody. So, hello to you all. Um, we've got a packed show. Uh, lots of stuff to talk about. So, let us get into it, shall we? It was another crazy week in wrestling, and uh, let's start uh, with the hot topics. Let's start with the news, Jeff. With the news, let's go, man. Let's go. Oh my god, I even forgot. See, I'm getting all crazed out because I'm on video. Uh, my god, my co-host Jeff is here. <laughs> Jeff, I, am, I am so I am so sorry. I'm I'm all goofed up with video. Jeff, how are you, man? I hope you are I hope you're doing well. I'm great, man. How are you doing? I'm 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 doing see, I got my infinity gauntlet behind me. I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. I have I have props. I have props this evening, right. so I'm I'm good, man. I have I have my uh, I have here. I'll show the people my props. I have my fiend hammer, so there you go. I have the fiend hammer, and I have Lucille. I have Lucille from The Walking Dead. Uh, my Lucille bat as well. So I'm I'm good, man. I got props tonight. I'm ready. I'm ready. Right. <laughs> Hope That's you right. are doing well, buddy. As always. All right, All right. Um, Conrad, hello to Conrad. He just joined. Hello, Jesse Callen as well. Uh, hope you guys are doing very well. All right, Jeff, sorry to interrupt. Let's get to the headlines here. All right, let's do it, man. Let's do it. So the first one, obviously, we got a uh, pretty big family reunion on Tuesday. So that's our first topic of the night. Yeah, man. How could it not be? And Jeff, you know what? I'm going to let you go more into detail with this than I am, because again, I'm going to just openly admit um, uh, for me watching impact, I have only started back in Slammiversary. So, and I have not watched much new Japan. Um, so you're going to know a lot more about the background of this than I do, but yes, this was 
kind of a shocker. I mean, you know, we knew he was going to be on and we didn't, you know, but we kind of got missed. We kind of, I guess, was a little bit of a surprise. We got misled a bit because didn't really do anything on impact or I'm sorry, on, um, on AEW other than to reiterate the same things he did on impact. And so we kind of thought, oh, okay, it's going to be more of the same thing. He's going to be in the bus and stuff like that. And was, I mean, we got a little teaser that kind of showed him getting up out of the chair. And, um, and, and so we kind of thought, okay, is he going to come out? Is he going to go after anybody? Well, I don't think we saw a, a Bullet Club reunion happening um, and a Bullet Club reunion that is going to lead to a match, Jeff. So, uh, hello, C Wrestling. Um, all right. So, yeah, Jeff, go, you've got to go. You've got to embellish this for me because you have watched this more than I have. So you will know the importance of this much more than I will. So I'm going to defer to you. Well, um, obviously, if if anyone out there is familiar with, with uh, New Japan, you know that there are several layers to this Bullet Club thing, um, and and I say that kind of tongue in cheek because uh, you know the Bullet Club is huge. Um, if you know if you haven't seen a lot of these guys, go watch, and I can guarantee you that there are a lot of guys that you know very well right now that were a part of the Bullet Club. Finn Balor being one, yeah. Uh, yeah. AJ Styles, and obviously Kenny Omega, and uh, the Good Brothers, uh, Carl Anderson, and the Big LG. <clears throat> so, you know, this this moment is kind of forming, reforming a, a part of the Bullet Club from years past. <laughs> and, and that's why this is such a big deal, because now there is the possibility that not only do you get this iteration of the Bullet Club, but you kind of open the door for current members of the Bullet Club that are wrestling for New Japan um, also getting involved. And I, and I think that's where um, this is so monumental is that now there's that pathway where it wasn't before, where you could get other members, current members of the Bullet Club to join in. Now, here's the other thing that I would say, and I don't know that this will ever happen. And if it does, I'm, I could die that day and be okay with it. Um, if for whatever reason, Vince, Triple H, whoever else said, you know what? You guys used to represent the club. Finn, AJ, we give you our blessing. Go have at it. There's going to be a super show with Impact, New Japan, and uh, AEW. Um, just go do it. You got you guys were a part of it. Just go do it. And I mean, like I said, I could die that day. A very happy wrestling fan because that would be <laughs> tremendous. But in all serious, in all seriousness, uh, we said this, and I don't think it's hyperbole to say this, but the land the landscape of professional wrestling changed. Um, on, on Tuesday night, honestly, that, that just, it, it's a fact. Um, there's no getting around that. It is definitely a fact. And having these three guys on the same program talking about the club, I mean, <laughs> that's a dream come true in and of itself. But then we get the match. Yeah. Like the thing that's getting lost in all of this is that we have a match now 
between Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers yep. against Rich Swan and the Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, and I mean, if <laughs> if you don't want to see the Good Brothers and the and the Machine Guns in, in a match, then you know we, we need to talk about your wrestling. Um, <laughs> knowledge there and and love for wrestling but then you throw into the mix kenny omega and rich swan dude (laughs) i mean joe what what are your thoughts about this upcoming match yeah man you know and see that this is why like i mean people can people are gonna look at this a whole bunch of different ways but i have to look at it from the perspective of being an impact fan and man this is killer like, this is honestly killer. I, I thought a lot about this after this all happened. Um, and, you know, I looked at it. And then, of course, you had AEW last night. And Kenny showed up there, had a little match with Joey Janela, which he won. And then, you know, and then you had a confrontation with him and Pac afterwards. And then, you know, an, an, another match being made. But I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that so far this has got to be going Impact's way. And this could be all Don Callis. I mean, Don Callis is an executive for Impact. So, of course, he's going to maybe be a little biased uh, towards his promotion, which, I mean, who can blame him? But, I mean, man, oh, man, like you said, that match is, is amazing. I mean, here we go. This is what we were, you know, the fantasy booking was coming out. This is what people were talking about. This is a fantasy match that you didn't think you would see. And Kenny Omega, you know, and the Good Brothers against, you know, Motor City Machine Guns and Rich Swan. this has the makings of a stellar match. I mean, yeah. we've seen Rich Swan. You guys have been watching Impact with us. You know what this guy can do in the ring. You know what the Motor City Machine Guns can do in the ring. I mean, you have got to be super excited about this match. And and like Kenny Omega or not, and I know some of you don't, and that's fine. But to see Kenny Omega in there with Rich Swan, I mean, mind blown. Uh, and And if this is just the start of this, and if this is just the, the you know the beginning and the makings of things that they're going to be doing, I, I count me in. I count me in. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, and I and like I said, I mean, I think this is all leading up to a super show, um, and I think we'll see that kind of come to fruition at AEW show in in February at a yeah. Revolution. I think that's where we will see New Japan um get involved at that particular pay-per-view and then then we start to get off to the races like um no see i'm not doing c wants me to put you on the large screen no we don't want to (laughs) you don't need a bigger picture of my head no what do you need a picture of my head for (laughs) no no um but but yeah we um I think that's when we'll get off to the races with that. And who knows what will happen from there. Um, I mean, I think Rocky Romero being involved in new Japan. And I said this the other night, I think him being involved in new Japan only helps that relationship that AEW and new Japan are trying to continue to work on because a lot of AEW's guys uh, work, work with new japan so yeah. it it uh, makes all the sense in the world for them to be able to work together and then when you add impact 
into the mix. I mean, we're oh my gosh, we're we're in for a treat. <laughs> if yeah. you're a wrestling yeah. fan, you're in for a treat. And just think about this. Think about January 16th when this match takes place only a couple weeks into the year and you probably are already going to see something that will have a claim at match for the year between these six guys. I mean, that's going to be absolutely insane. No, yeah, you're right. I mean, and and what a way for Impact to finish out their year. You know, we all kind of thought that they were going to finish out on the, uh, you know, on Final Resolution, that that was going to be it. At least I thought that way. I didn't know that, you know, and then we found out, okay, they're going to have a show. Then we found out Kenny was coming on, but what a way for them to finish. And now you you get this anticipation and build up. And, yeah, they're going to do some award shows the next couple of weeks. So, you know, yeah, okay, whatever it is, whatever you think of that. You know, and, and WWE will have their award show as well. They always do. So, you know, whatever you, you get out of those, you get out of those. A lot of promos and awards and things like that but man now you have this to look forward to um amazing amazing um rusty said do you believe that this will really pressure vince enough to decide to get involved in this intercompany challenge we're gonna talk uh, about that mm, segue nice segue rusty <laughs> but uh thank you <laughs> nice segue buddy uh he's talking about sending me deadpool statues and no i wouldn't put them behind me on the, on the set so no to answer your question uh see i don't know why you need my head bigger here here, I'll go really close. There you go. Look, now my head's bigger. Now my big head's right in the middle of the screen. There. Um, <laughs> uh, Rich Juan sucks, uh, says Larissa. Okay. Yikes. Yeah. Jeez. Um, okay. Uh, whatever. You guys all can think what it is you want to think. Uh, are you guys streaming the Slammies on the 23rd? Um, uh, I don't know. Award shows tend to be weird. Um, well, I, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, there's always a possibility if there's enough people out there with a, a, you know, a want for it, or if you guys really dig it or think that it would be cool. Um, you know, it's, it's always a possibility, I guess. Uh, Big Dan says the Tony Khan aspect of this angle reminds me a little bit of when Vince McMahon was a heel in USWA in the early nineties. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Is he playing the heel or is he just being himself? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, we'll see, I guess we'll see the more it goes. Um, and, and, and see how everything has. So if we get a match theoretically between Rosemary and Thunder Rosa, which company profits from the match? Both. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, maybe that, maybe that's what will happen. Maybe that's what will happen. And, and um, I, think, I think AEW benefits because it's another well-known female wrestler that is bringing more eyes to that division for AEW. The, it's crazy to say this, but impact their knockouts division can, can genuinely help propel AEW's women's division. Uh, just because of the sheer talent uh, that Impact possesses in the Knockouts division, I honestly think that this, you know this would help them more, more so than anything, especially with with those matches with the Knockouts in the women's division there. And I, I mean, get go ahead and give me, um, <laughs> go ahead and give me that matchup. Go ahead and give me Jordan Grace and Big Swole. Oh um, man. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. Jordan Grace and Ni and Nyla Rose. Go ahead and give Not me that. Um, yeah. You know, give me Big Swole and 
Just Kiera Hogan or Kiera Steeles. Go. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, (laughs) yeah. That's where we come in with the whole fantasy stuff. And again, we talked about you know we we talked about Rosemary and Abaddon. I mean, there's people on Rosemary's Twitch streams that are that are saying that, like, oh, we would love to see you wrestle Abaddon. I mean, see, this is where we get more into the fantasy stuff. And you know, uh, fantasy is great. And and this is great for wrestling. This is absolutely great for wrestling. It gets you excited because it's things that you're not used to seeing. People want things you can't predict. Well, what yeah. more you know can you get that you can't predict than things like this? Because you just don't know where you know you don't know where we're going with any of this. And that's what makes this all fun and exciting because you can't predict it. We live in a man. We live in a world that you can predict everything. Trust me, I know. I'm Captain Spoiler. I spoil everything for myself most of the time. And that comes because you can find anything out if you try hard enough. You can get information on anything. Movies that are coming out, books that are coming out. You can find out anything if you look hard enough. And to not be able to predict this kind of stuff, if that's where they're going, kudos to them. Because that is only going to make everybody that much more excited to see where things are going. So, yeah, uh, I'm all for it, man. I'm all for this, and I can't wait to see where they go. And I can't wait. I mean, look, it gives us something to look forward to. You know, I said this the other night on the show. We got to get away from 2020 and get into 2021 any way we can. And, you know, now we already have things to look forward to. And we're going to talk a little bit later about January because January is going to be an absolutely insane month for wrestling. So We we might uh, actually talk about that right now. There you go. Segway. There you go. I love Segway. This this January is going to shape up pretty nicely. I mean, we start out with a a fire episode of Impact on January 5th. Mm -hmm. The next night, we get New Year's Evil from NXT. That weekend, we get Genesis from Impact. The following weekend, we get Hard to Kill, and we've already found out what the what the main event is for Hard to Kill. And then yep. later in the month, the very next weekend, as a matter of fact, we get the Rumble. My goodness! And if you mixed in there, mixed in uh, there, we have Wrestle Kingdom. Oh man! <laughs> no rest for anyone doing anything via wrestling in January because wow, wow, wow! Uh, what a month! January is going to be, and we're finding little bits of stuff out about a lot of this stuff. I mean, the Rumble is always, the Rumble is still, to me, my most looked forward pay-per-view from WWE. It still is. I like it because of the whole countdown thing. I like the surprises that can happen in the Rumble. Um, so that is has always been one of my favorites to look forward to. Uh, but now, with all this stuff, with the two things from Impact we've got, they just talked about a an X-Division. Vision and again, Jeff. I'll have to defer again. I have to defer to Jeff with this too because I've uh, this is something I haven't seen. Um, uh, that was just mentioned, and then of course, shout out by the way to NXT because I'm I was looking at that logo and I told Tazzy last night, I'm like, I know that devil logo. I know that that's from somewhere like in my youth, someplace. I had to go back to comic books that I used to read in my grandfather's barber shop. There was a comic book called Little Devil. 
Yep. And there, and that's what they took that from. I'm like, oh my god! Like I showed it to Tazzy last night. I'm like, it was a devil in a in a in a diaper, and he was, and yeah, it was a comic book, a comic strip back in the day. I'm like, that's amazing. That's that's awesome. Uh, and Dexter Loomis is hosting it. That's gonna be. Uh, that's, that's, I mean, Dexter Loomis hosting anything. He was drawing last night. He was doing like drawings on an art a sketchboard last night. That was yep. really cool. Um. Yeah, uh, Butters Park, I'm sure we will. I'm sure we'll get surprises, whether it's going to be people coming up from NXT, which I think that's going to be a lot of the case uh, in the Rumble this year, uh, whether it's going to be surprise entrance from NXT. Uh, we might get a surprise on Sunday because obviously we have a TBD partner for Asuka. So we may get a bit of a bit of a surprise early, uh, but I think the Rumble will have it. It always does. It always does. But uh, Jeff, Talk about that Genesis thing because again, this is something I have yet to see, and man, I'm I'm even more excited now for Genesis. Man, the Super Super X tournament. Um, basically, all the X division competitors, and I mean, it's just going to be absolutely amazing. And hopefully, this is getting us a little bit closer to an Ultimate X match. And if you're a fan of impact and you've seen it before, then you know what I'm talking about. But if not, you have two ropes across the top of the ring that are crossed in an X and the X division belt is a you know, is, is held above the ring. And the goal is instead of a ladder match, you have to, you know, carry yourself over to the middle of those ropes and snatch that, uh, title down and we kind of saw that in the flashbacks this past week with rich swan i yeah. thought it was very very telling that they showed a lot of x division flashbacks this past week of impact and now we know why now we know that they were planting the seeds to to do this match and i man i cannot wait i cannot wait to see this because i think I think Genesis is going to set the tone for what we see at Hard to Kill. And I think Hard to Kill is going to be fire, not just because of the one match that we already have confirmed, but I think it's just going to be fire. Everybody's asking what's behind me, and I'm wondering if they're joking or they're talking about my Infinity Gauntlet that's over on the other side. No, that this, uh, this side of my head, that's Thanos' Infinity Gauntlet. That's a prop. I had to put props up. Um, uh, yeah, Jeff, I agree. I'm excited. Again, see, this is cool for me because I'm super. There you go. You can see the Infinity Gauntlet better now. It actually lights up way better. I think I showed you the other day. Maybe if, I, if not, I will show you now. If you put it on like this, I could give you guys the finger with the infinity. It's actually on the wrong hand, but that's what it does. Um, so there you go. Um, uh, Jeff, I, I totally agree. I'm, I'm very excited about, uh, about this kind of stuff that I didn't get to see yet. Um, and again, like I was saying in the last, you know, in the last segment, this is all kind of new and it's new for me. I haven't seen a lot of this. So to me, this is really, really cool because it's mm -hmm. something that I'll get to see for the first time. And I'm excited. That kind of stuff excites me. Uh, you know, in recent, recently in recent weeks when I watched a pure tournament from Ring of Honor, again, yeah. different, very different. And it was exciting to see because it was, it was just very, you know, very, very different to watch because it was really like 
just wrestling. It was just wrestling. And if you're a fan of that, you got to watch that because it really is just like there's not a lot of gimmicks, not a lot of craziness going on. It's just wrestling. So to me, it was fun to watch. And I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to see this stuff. Uh, Conrad says, hard to kill hosted by Steven Seagal. I got to love good Steven Seagal movies, man. I love that one where he's on the battleship. I always, I, whenever that's on, I'll watch it. I don't remember the name of it, but he was on that battleship trying to escape from that. I, I oh, God. <laughs> well, it's hard to kill was one of his only really good movies, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. Some of them just get completely crazy. And, it, you know, like I think he was a cook on that sub and he just happened to be going and then somebody oh, hijacked Okay. Butterfly. Yeah. That yep, there you go. Under Siege, yes, yes. Under Siege Two was very poor. That was one where he was on a train, and it was uh, it was awful. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, kudos, uh, Conrad. Nice uh, shout out for uh, <laughs> nice shout out. Um, but yeah, man, I, I'm excited. Um, I um, the, Jeff, I'm super concerned for Joe. There's something behind him. I've sent it to you. Hey, that's no. messed up, man. That's messed up. Uh, what's he doing? Oh, I'm not showing it. To no, you. don't even stick it up there if it's something going down the stairs behind me. Yeah, because yeah, I'm not that's even. probably what his project was. He was probably that's getting exactly stupid, what his project was. Yeah, you're getting the gift of the Exorcist trick coming down the stairs, weren't you? Because he sent that to me. I don't know how many times. No, thank you, and no, I'm not watching. See, look at they're playing with my with my house already. And this is what. Then you wonder why I didn't want to do video because I knew there'd be crazy <laughs> stuff going on like this. Uh, uh-uh, uh, dude. No, 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 no. Oh, Not watching man. it ever, 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 ever. Um, no. <laughs> um. All right. So. Yikes. Um. But Ready yes. I, yes. Let's go on to the next topic, shall we? Yeah, I'm never showing him that. See, so just no, nope. just no. That <laughs> that see Jeff's a good friend. Jeff's a good friend. See that that's you know that people trying to terrify me when I'm on video now. You guys are horrible. You guys are horrible. Um anyway. Um, <laughs> should, have seen, oh. should have seen it coming. Um yeah, we, no. we, we said we're not gonna spend too much time on this, and we're not. But we'd be remiss if we didn't mention it. Um, and we'll go into detail about this on Saturday. Much, much more details on Saturday. Um, but we have a Firefly Inferno match, which was just announced today. Um, we didn't know what was coming. We kind of, yeah, kind of got hints, of course, with the fire when they, you know, when they, when they, when they, when he set Bray on fire when he was inside that box. We kind of figured something might be coming. Right. The kicker to this. And this is all I'm going to go with this because we could talk about this with Jody on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. The word Firefly is where this gets me. And uh, is this going to be another fun house match? Is this going to be another fun house match with, uh, you know, the ring on fire, similar to the scene of thing? Are we getting a cinematic match here? This is what I'm wondering. This is what has me intrigued. You know, or are we just going to get a, uh, an inferno match? Are we? Is it? Are they just calling it a Firefly Inferno match, and it's just going to be an inferno match where they have the fire outside the ring, like we saw with Kane and Taker, and, and you know, in the past? I don't know. I don't know which way they're going to go. We'll talk about it more on Saturday with Jody. We'll see what Jody's theories are on this, of course. Um, but yes, this was announced today. As I said earlier, Bray then made a comment on Twitter to Randy about about C's favorite thing to talk about the circles. 
life mm -hmm. is a circle. We got a circle. It all comes full circle. We'll talk about that on Saturday night. Well, we're going to be, we, we threw out a teaser, but we'll talk about this on Saturday night yes. uh, because that's, that's the place for it. Uh, come and watch our preview um, for TLC. Um, and you will get all of the Bray Wyatt information about this match that we can possibly give you to get ready for it. So Jody's saying in the chat, she has a theory. So there you go. We will have that on Saturday night. So come back and see us. We'll be on video. Maybe I'll wear my Fiend mask. Maybe I'll bring out my Fiend lamp and I'll just have it in front of me. Um, I don't know. But we'll, But yes. So come back Saturday. Come back Saturday uh, and get your fill of this match and all the matches uh in tlc on our preview show okay uh so you said i literally mentioned circles on my videos three hours before bray tweeted just saying just saying okay jeff uh what's next man wrestlemania 37 rumors ah uh, yes the rumor so, mill starts yeah the rumor yeah mill starts. so apparently we have some rumors that if uh if the Rock can't wrestle Roman. Then we're possibly looking at a Roman and either Brock or Roman and Drew. Um, there are a lot of things swirling around out there. So, um, but nothing is confirmed yet, and that's why I wanted to bring it up tonight because nothing is confirmed. But you know, there's the the small chance that the rock won't be able to uh, be involved because of his uh, filming schedule. It doesn't surprise me, honestly, because again, you're going into 2021 when a lot of these movie movie, yeah, movie companies are going to get back to doing what they were doing before, regardless of now we know they don't care about being in theaters anymore. Um, the WB is putting all of their stuff on HBO max uh, if Disney starts to do similar things, which they can't be putting it off anymore. They have a whole full slate of Marvel stuff that they're getting ready to do. And The Rock is starring in a DC film. So that film as well, Black Adam, may end up debuting on HBO Max. And if it does, he's going to have a busy slate. The dude is a busy guy. So if that doesn't happen, yes, Eric, that's kind of why I rolled my eyes before, because I thought Jeff was going <laughs> to say that name. Um, I left that out just, thank, just uh, thank you. I knew someone was going to say it in the chat. So Yeah, I appreciate that, um, <laughs> because that's a possibility, too, as sad as that may be. Um, I, man, I, I tweeted out to, to Eric and to Dave's fan, who apologized he couldn't make it tonight. Shout out to Dave's fan. No worries, dude. Um, but... I, I sent out a tweet to them about with Kevin Owens. Um, Kevin Owens was asked about Goldberg. And Kevin Owens came back and said, I wouldn't really necessarily like to be in another match with him because I like to have matches where he said, if we were in a match together, I would like it to be, you know, a well-drawn-out, fleshed-out storyline where it would be about a 10-minute match. And he said, frankly, he doesn't do those anymore. And he said, I don't want to be in a match with him where it's a 30-second squash. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there you go. That's as honest as you can get from Kevin Owens saying that he doesn't want to be in a squash match. And if that's what it's going to be, who wants to do that? Who exactly. wants to do that? So when we talk about Goldberg, this is why we talk. You know, I know you guys laugh about this and everything in the chat, but this is why we talk about Goldberg because – this is what he's come to. 
You know, and is he going to come out and squash Roman Reigns? No way in hell are they going to let him squash Roman Reigns. So this is going to be a probably 30-second to a minute squash by Roman Reigns. That's what it's going to be. I hate to tell you that, guys, but that's what you're going to get. And do you really want that as a headliner in WrestleMania? Do you? Do you really want that to be your WrestleMania main event? I know I don't. I don't. And I hope to God, they, if that's what happens, they don't make that the main event. Because I certainly don't want that would be, an, you know, that WrestleMania would be right off the bat would be like, no, no. So, yeah. Uh, I, I, but yeah, like Jeff said, I mean, there's other things they could, I mean, obviously Roman and Drew happened already. If that happens again, everybody would be in, I mean, everybody would be in, um, that, that was a great match the first time. And I'm sure, you know, whether or not they have fans, which, Hey guys, there's a vaccine going around. Maybe they'll have some fans, um, fingers crossed, but if they have fans, that would be Drew's big match, Drew's big moment in front of fans, Roman's big moment in front of fans with this new character. Um, and, and of course, uh, you know, I mean, Roman Rock would bring the house down, uh, would absolutely bring the house down because that's where this whole story is leading up to. But tis the season for rumors. Um, this is yeah. when it all starts. Once Christmas passes and we get through the end of the year, we turn right around and you're into WrestleMania season. So we're going to start hearing it, guys. Uh, like it or not, um, if you don't like to be spoiled, stay off the dirt sheets because uh, you just never know when they're going to. I mean, hey, like Jeff said, you know, I, I, I always go back to this quote. Um, every now and then the sun What is it? It's from uh, White Man Can't Jump. The sun shines on a dog's ass every now and then. That's the way I look at their seats. Um, because every now and then they do get one right. Um, yeah. So every now and then. It doesn't happen often, but every now and then they get one right. So if you don't want to be spoiled, avoid the dirt sheets. Um, okay. What is next, my friend? All right, man. Well, I think uh, we are ready for Well, let me go back. Let me go back. I don't want to jump the gun here. Ready for our hot topic of the week. All right. And, let's go uh, to the hot hold on, topic. Hold on. Before we, before we do that, because we did get a lot of snow here in the northeast. Let's warm up a little bit. Put your hands out to the fire. Jeff and I, Jeff got more snow than I did. I live in the mountains. I thought it was going to get clobbered. We ended up with about 14, 15 inches of snow, I think. And Jeff got, what, almost 30? Yeah, we got 29. So that's insane. That is yeah. insane. That's an insane amount. If you guys don't live in an area that gets snow, I know some of our friends overseas, I know like Sea Wrestling and James Chadwick and people who live overseas and don't see it. Wow, that is a lot of snow. Um, yeah. That, you know, over two feet of snow, when you get that in the snowstorm, I mean, that buries cars. So uh, crazy. And um, and yes, we did. So yes, warm your, hold your hands by the fire. Warm your hands on the fire. It's time for J&J's Hot Topic. So what is our hot, to hot topic tonight, Jeff? So uh, how will WWE, a.k.a. Vince McMahon, respond to this partnership that we've seen between Impact and AEW? Oh man, and Rusty, there you go. Um, <laughs> there's your, there's your, uh, there's your topic that you segued us marvelously yep. into. Um, yeah, uh, I'll tell you, I don't know how. Um, would 
I mean, getting them involved with NXT and maybe doing something together, is that enough? I mean, they did that before. They did that last year, of course, when they got stuck in Saudi and they had to involve NXT and a lot of the WWE goings-on. People seem to really dig it. So, uh, you know, is that how they're going to do it? I mean, Triple H came out and said, we're open to anything. The problem is now, who are you going to grab? I mean, right. now you've got, you've got Impact and AEW working together. It kind of almost seems like they may be including NWA a little bit. Um, so if those three are kind of working together, who do you have? Ring of Honor? Maybe. I mean, there are other promotions out there. They tried to work with New Japan a little bit in the past. All I'm going to say to this question in and this hot topic is they better. They better. Because, man, oh, man. You know, you're taking eyes away from WWE. Now, right now, you know, WWE, listen, where they're positioned, they're on on Monday night. There's no one else on on Monday night. They're on on Friday night. There's no one else on on Friday night. So other than with NXT and AEW on Wednesdays, there's no real competition going up against them. Um, but you're getting eyes off the product. And this is the stuff that Vince thinks about. Vince, you know, this is the kind of stuff that goes around in Vince's head. And this is what he thinks about is you're taking eyes off of my product. And that's all, you know, he better, I better do something really quick. Um, there you go. You got a video, Vince. Um, <laughs> but he, he, they better. They better because they, they, these other people mean business. Don Callis has been on countless interviews over the last couple of weeks. And I watched yeah. one of them uh, the other day. He was on Facebook. He is literally, and I think he's serious. He's literally coming out saying, you know what? And he, he kind of even dissed Tony Khan a little here too, because he came out and said, some people give a damn about ratings. I don't care about ratings. I care about making history. And wow, like that's a statement. That's a statement. He doesn't care about, he doesn't give a damn about ratings. He doesn't. And why would he? You know, I mean, so if that's the case and you've got someone like that that's doing that kind of a thing, boy, man, they, they, they really should. They really, if they don't care already, they really should. Go yeah. ahead, Jeff. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you have not, if, if before you were thinking, okay, well, you know, yeah, they might do something, but it's not going to be a big deal. Um, after this Tuesday, <laughs> we call that the pucker factor. And if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Uh, if, if you're not puckering just a little bit, then something is wrong with you and you really don't care. Uh, you gotta, you gotta do something to respond whether, and I get it, it's difficult to do right now with all of the circumstances surrounding COVID, but you know what? Impact and AEW found a way. They did. Deep as your pockets are Vince McMahon. You can find a way too. It doesn't have to be a huge invasion. It doesn't have to be a laundry list of people, but if you get the right one or two names involved, yep. you can switch this thing on its head. So, I mean, I don't know what he's thinking. Could we see something with Ring of Honor? It's possible. Um, 
but honestly, you got to do something and you got to do it. And it needs to happen at, at the rumble. And I don't even, I don't even know that you could wait until that long now because of the fact that hard to kill is going to happen before that. I think you have to start creating buzz as soon as we get into the new year. And honestly, I mean, you got to do something, even if it's one or two names, uh, even and as much as I hate to say this, and I really don't want to say this, but maybe this might be the spot where you just have to back up the Brinks truck to one CM Punk. Mr. Punk. Mm. And say, um, listen, dude, we, we're sorry we were jerks to you and fired you on your wedding day, but uh, – yeah, we kind of need you, and we're going to skyrocket you and hope for the best. But, um, but yeah, and, and that will – see, I mean, uh, Rusty just brought up something great. Vince, have, have some talent. Make a trip up to Nashville during impact tapings. Oh, like the DX angle. Yeah, yeah. I see his comment. Go go WCW on them, yeah. Go go that route because that's yeah. when that's when the balance of power started shifting back into the favor of WWF at the time. Yep. Go that route because I guarantee you. Here's the cool thing about that: Impact and AEW are crazy enough to let you in. <laughs> <laughs> they would yeah. let you in. It wouldn't be like WCW. They would let you in. Yeah, <laughs> and then we could see what happens. Yeah, man. I'm, I mean, I, I think it's to the point where you gotta be a little bit more open minded. And if Triple H is the one that's going to end up taking over the kingdom here, then maybe Triple H is starting to kind of think, well, okay, I went out and got Taker. Taker now is going to be working for us on NXT. R- what that's going to be and what capacity, we don't know. Um, is he a mind that's going to maybe think up some of this kind of stuff with storylines and things, you know, could they get back to something like Jeff said? I don't know, but here's what I will say to finish this off. You cannot ignore it. You cannot ignore it. You cannot ignore a, a, a historical event happening in wrestling right now. You can't ignore it. You can, you know, does he think that he's just going to make the call on the Vince bat phone? And just call up somebody to come. You know, you got to come back. You got. I, I got to bring a legend back. I got to bring a legend back. This is how he always feels and panics this way and thinks that this is going to cut it. It's not. It's not going to cut it. Now, like Jeff said, you bring a name back like CM Punk, yes. And I'm not a big Punk fan, but, I mean, look, he was huge. And everybody had said um, when he was on backstage that could you imagine if he announced he was coming back, it would break the Internet. You're right. And Big Dan just said that. It would be the holy shit moment of 2021, bar none. Yes. So if he would get desperate enough to do that and get rid of his ego, yeah. but, But see, that's the thing. You've got to let go and start to realize the first thing I think they need to do, if you want to talk about firsts, fix Raw. You need to fix Raw. Raw, Raw's a mess. Raw's an absolute mess. Um, You take The Fiend and Alexa and Orton out of that, what do you have? You have a jumbled mess. I mean, you're you're, you're having Matt Riddle coming out saying bro nuts and bro nouns. 
Like you've got to, yes, it was, you know, this past week, I enjoyed what they did this past week. And if they want to go that route with the comedy, go that route with the comedy. That's perfectly fine. You've got people who can do it. You've got obviously our truth. You've got, you know, my Bray was even involved a little bit. You know, Riddle is involved. And I hate not calling him Matt Riddle, but Riddle was involved. You know, you have the people that do that. And if that's what you're going to do to entertain people with the, with the comedy stuff, okay, then go that route. That's fine. Give us something, but you got to fix raw, man. Raw is a, raw is a nightmare. Raw is an absolute nightmare. It, it, it has to be, you've got to fix it. You've got to fix it because splitting the guys up, like we had talked about this before when they had the draft, splitting, uh, splitting up Roman and Bray, they did that. They had to do it. You could not keep those two on the same show. Big merch guys can't be on the same show. So they did that. But now you have nothing but Bray on Raw. You you take a long, hard look at Raw, and you've got nothing. You've got to bring some some maybe high-profile women back. Maybe Charlotte comes back on Sunday, and maybe Charlotte goes to Raw. Maybe we get Ronda Rousey back, and Ronda Rousey goes to Raw. But you've got to do something with Raw. Man, Raw is a mess, and, and they've got to fix it. They've got to fix it. Or do what everybody had said for over the past year and make it a damn two-hour show. Cut that damn last hour, make it a two-hour show from 9 to 11, and be done with it. Be yep. done with it. Because you know right there, in those two hours, you can have Bray involved in 10 minutes in one segment with a with a funhouse segment, and then have him involved in another way. You can get your big player involved two times in a show, and it's not going to feel like it went on and on and on and on. Right. But they've got, man, they've got it. I can go on and on about it. I'm not going to because we've got a, lot, a short, we got, we've got a bunch of stuff that we've got to get to. Yeah. Um, but that would be my first thing to do. Uh, Conrad said Raw was better under Heyman. Yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, who is writing it? Like, seriously, who is right? Who is the creative writing Raw? I don't know. But man, if, if, uh, I, I, yeah, but they, that, that, if you want a starting point, that's where you got to start. But the thing is, Vince has to admit it. He has to suck it up and say, you know what? These guys are doing cool things right now. We're not so much. So he's got to admit it and he's got to get to the point. I, I always, and I've talked to Jeff about this. I'm a Cowboys fan. I compare Vince to Jerry Jones. Always have, always will. The reason the Cowboys suck is because Jerry Jones can't get past his own ego. He can't admit when he makes a mistake, when he hires the wrong coach, when he brings in a player and pays him too much. He can't admit it. And because of that, they're going to be mediocre for a long, long time. Long time. And, that's, and that's what's going to happen in WWE. You guys, I know a lot of you are big WWE fans, and that's perfectly fine. I, I'm glad you enjoy it, and I'm glad you enjoy every show that you do, that they do. But they are going to get to the point where they're not going to be the, 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 the be, not, be all and end all show that everybody's talking about the following week. It's going to get to that point, and it already is. Be wary. My wife just went across the background. Hello. There's my wife back there. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yes, be wary, Vince. Be wary. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, because, I mean, at this point, you're not the only big game in town. and. Honestly, um, it, you know, WWE is so archaic at this point yeah. uh, because it's it's let's take this one person 
and let's ride them. Except this isn't the 80s anymore. And you don't have Hulk Hogan and all the yeah. other people. So what you have to do now is you have to be different. You have to be edgy. You have to be able to go after, and I hate to say this because I hate talking about it, but you have to go after that demographic that actually wants to invest in your product. So by doing that, you're going to have to do something with the language. You're going to have to not be so uh, formulaic and scripted, scripted with your uh, promos. Let these yeah. guys shoot because they can do it. They yep. they can all shoot. Let them do it and just go for it and see, and see how it goes. Because I guarantee you this: if they said for the month of January, got folks, no more scripted promos. You guys just run with it for the month of January. I'll tell you this: the ratings can't get worse. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, I mean, just you, you gotta you gotta do something to shake everything up, and you gotta do something real quick because if you don't, you're gonna be you're gonna be in trouble. And yeah. now you've got so many different companies, and what AEW has done is said, you know what? If we can't if we can't beat them money wise, then how about all of us join together? And pretty soon that's going to create, create enough of a groundswell where WWE might be saying, Oh crap. Um, we're in trouble. Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I mean, you, you know, see, and, and when you know you're the big gun in the room, there's no real need to make changes. You don't have when, to do it. You just like oh, they can't catch up. Yeah, when when you're that confident that you know that you're the only game in town, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But they get they, yeah, man, they do. I agree with you. They 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 need to make some changes. They need to make some changes. Let me go back. I think uh, we had. Oh, there we go. Anthony, welcome to the show. By the way, Anthony Menzano says, um, "Do you think that once Vince steps down, there's more of a chance they start thinking of doing crossover shows?" Well, yeah, because it's going to change things. The whole question is, is when does that happen? Vince may never step down. Vince may never step down. That's the thing. And that's where I go back to the Cowboys comparison. Jerry Jones ain't going to step down. He's going to be there till the day he dies or the day he gets sick enough where he can't do it anymore. And that's, I'm thinking, what is going to happen with Vince? So I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's going to. Buttersmark says, how is creative so uncreative? Yeah. AEW <laughs> um, I mean, helped divide up the pie in simple terms, says Conrad. Yeah. Very true. That's they that's have. They have. They have. All right. Let's roll on here. Uh, Jeff, what do we have up next? All right, my friend. So uh, what we have up next is one of my favorite segments. Moda is here. Hello, Moda. Uh, top three of the week. Yes. Yes. Great. Love this segment, too. Positive, positive stuff. Always love this. I kind of nickname it my mark out moment of the week. Tell us what yours are. Always good to hear what yours are. Uh, tell us what your mark out moments of the week were. Um, uh, this is a, I love this segment. We just added this to the show about a month or so ago, a month and a half ago. And it's always good to find the positives of what happened this past week in wrestling. So, Jeff, what is uh, 
your number three. Oh, man, my number three moment of the week. I know everybody probably thinks I'm frozen right now. I'm not. I'm just trying to think on the fly. Honestly, honestly, it's been it's been this uh, build with uh, the Fiend and Randy Orton. And what they did Monday night was just absolutely, yes, pun intended, fire. Yeah. Um, it was amazing. And it's uh, it's just a masterpiece. And, you know, we talked about this on on Abby's on Monday and man, I mean, we we talked about the possibility of fire being involved. And now that it actually is. Good grief. Um, I'm so glad that we don't have to pay for pay-per-views anymore <laughs> because I'd be one broke soul because I'd have oh, to take my last money to, uh, to see this match on Saturday. So yeah, that's, my, that's, that's my number three for the week. Yeah. I mean, who could argue? And that seems to be the consensus of the chat. Uh, Bray Orton raw, obviously says the fiend out of fire moment is a week for me. My mark out moment was when the insiders went live video says Rusty. Well, thank you, Rusty. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's about time, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Yeah, Callan Gordon says that was truly a mark out moment. Um, let's see. Hide and seek Bray Fiend with the fire amaze balls. Uh, Moda says, I've still got sting hangover. Does that count? Sure. Why not? Sure. Um, you count anything, dude. It's your list. Um, my number three. Uh, I'm going to go to NXT, and I'm going to go to another return in Mr. Carrion Cross. Um, it wasn't much of a match. It was a squash. Uh, but look. The, the fact that he's back, you know what? These guys come back so much quicker now. Like you would think a, an injury like that, he would have been out until at least. And I was thinking Rumble. I was thinking he was going to show up at the Rumble because, you know, and maybe not even really get knocked around very much. But the fact that he came back so quickly um, and God damn that entrance, dude, that entrance is just yeah. fire. I don't <laughs> care how many times I see it. That entrance that he's got is absolute fire and yes. if you god if you ever put him and bray in a match oh i i might die Man. i like two of the best entrances i have ever seen um uh, and oh my goodness i am just uh i'm i'm thrilled he's back um it's a big thing for nxt because carrying cross brings like a you know, Loomis is Loomis is great with the scary a little bit with the you know, but but carrying cross brings that that element of that they do up on the main roster, the element of, you know, the, yeah, and he's not an out-and-out horror guy per se. He's not wearing a mask. He's not wearing makeup or anything. But the, the whole thing that he brings to that show, I think it's a, it's a needed thing for them right now. You know, they lost some people, and it's, it's a needed thing for them. And the fact that he's back, I think, is only going to vault NXT up even, even higher. I think at first I was saying he's gone. I, I thought he was going to the main roster, but now I kind of rethinking that because I think they need him there. And I think that they'll keep him there for a little while, at least until he fights Finn Balor. That's yeah. going to happen. And what is that going to be? Is it going to be the first appearance of Demon Balor in NXT? Because we have not seen the Demon Balor character in a long time. Very long time. 
long time. So is that going to happen in NXT? Because, man, I'll tell you, you get Demon Balor and you get Karrion Cross going one-on-one in a pay-per-view, oh, boy. So I, I'm really happy Karrion Cross is back. I'm happy he's healthy, and it's good to see him back. So that's my number three. Jeff, yeah. what is your number two? Man, my number two moment. It was it was difficult to decide between these two because both have a, a case for number one. Uh, but I, in my opinion, this <laughs> this is gonna sound crazy, but the the family reunion is number two for me. Yo, seeing wow. okay, seeing Omega and. Doc Gallows and Machine Gun Carl Anderson reuniting and seeing them on the same screen talking about the Bullet Club, talking about, you know, what they're going to do and actually seeing them get into a physical altercation with the Machine Guns and Rich Swan. That for me, now, obviously, my my number one, must I mean, it, it may involve, <laughs> it may involve someone else, but uh, that that might be involved in the same thing. But um, but yeah, I just think I just think that that was such a great moment, and obviously it changed the landscape of professional wrestling, I believe. And you know, I think it was it was kind of interesting. Um. Kenny Omega has said recently that he wouldn't mind AEW working with WWE. He has said that in an interview. How stupid and ridiculous would it be if Impact, AEW, New Japan, and late to the party, WWE, did this big, huge super show at some point? Not this year. It's not going to happen in 2021. But I think I think events and Triple H are smart. They will see how this goes initially, and then they'll come to the table and say, okay, let's play ball. Let's let's try to get this thing done for the fans because that's what the fans want. And I think what Vince and WWE will soon realize is the letters on your company don't mean as much as the entertainment that you're providing the fans. I can get entertaining matches from a show that I watch in a high school gym if it's done the right way. They don't have to be overproduced and done a certain way. So that's just my two cents. But, yeah, that that's my number two for the, for the week. Okay. My number two was your number three, um, the Bray moment. Fire. Absolutely. And it was, it was fire, but it was yeah, fire. fire. Um, literal fire. <laughs> <laughs> it was fire. Uh, literal fire. Um, it was very hot. It was hot. Um, that look, I, I didn't know where they were going with it. Um, and again, I love to be surprised. I didn't know where they were going with it. I saw, you know, we saw the hide and seek thing. We saw the whole field trip thing with the puppets in the audience, which was fun. I mean, it was fun. Then we saw Bray go backstage playing the little game of hide and seek, and he ran into R Truth, and R Truth got. I didn't know Huskus. I didn't know that puppet was so gigantic. Good Lord, is that puppet big? His head is as big as R Truth's head. 
Um, I didn't know that was that thing, the case. And, uh, you know, we went, and of course, R-Truth saying, is this your son? I mean, that was amazing. <laughs> R-Truth is a, that we've said this before. R-Truth is a treasure. Um, yeah. and he's just comedy gold. Um, and we, you know, we've said that before. And then of course, when he went to Matt Riddle and Matt Riddle saying he could, he could be in the fun house talking about pronouns. Um, and I, I, I thought it was great. I thought the whole thing was great. And then we got the chair. We got the rocking chair. Uh, I mean, that almost had me mark out the way it was. He went and sat yeah. in the chair. Yeah. So, I mean, what are you thinking from, you know, the rocking chair? What do you think is going to happen there? Is he going to, you know, and then you're thinking, well, is it going to be Colt Eater Bray is going to pop out somewhere? And then Randy comes in and he beats him. We knew Randy was going to sneak out of there. So we knew that was going to happen. Beats him up, throws him in the box. And then as soon as I saw the gasoline, I'm like, uh, I know where the, I know where they're going. I know where they're going. Shades of Undertaker. I know where they're going. Absolutely. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be awesome. You know, you see him burn. And, and you know, they told a story how Randy, when Randy did this before, he accidentally poured gas on his feet. Yeah. And he actually lit his feet on fire when this, when he did this before. So you notice how careful he was with the gasoline Very going around the outside of that box. Well, now you know why. Um, but to see him burn that and then to see the fiend pop out of that box when it was on fire, eh, amazing, amazing, amazing. We have said this all throughout our history on this podcast. Um, and then when we started with Abby's, this is what we wanted to see. Yeah. And man, man, we're getting it. And we're going to talk about it more tomorrow or Saturday, rather. We're going to talk about this way more on Saturday. We are getting it in spades. And uh, the, where this is going to go, where this thing on Sunday is going to be, how bad are we? We may, we may, Jody's going to mark out so bad she won't be able to talk. We're all going to be screaming during this match. And again, again, how, how, cool is that when you know you have that to look forward to in a wrestling pay-per-view amazing yeah, amazing absolutely. that's my number two go ahead All jeff right. what's your number one man number one plain and simple i'm not even going to beat around the bush about this uh chris bay and rich swan put on a clinic yeah. of a match and yeah. i i use this i use this moment because this is his historical in ways um, this was only maybe the third or fourth time that two African-American wrestlers were in the main event of a title match on a pay-per-view. And I want you to think about that. I mean, that's a, that's a big deal. It's crazy. And yeah, it's crazy. And not only did they, you know, compete in the match, but it's, it's a late addition for match of the year, in my opinion. Um, because what they did in that match was absolutely insane from start to finish. It was a great match. And, uh, I mean, you, you really can't, you, you can't argue with that. I mean, we, we saw people who are not, they're not fans of Rich Swan. And yes, he had some things happen in his personal life that are just, you can feel how you want to feel about it. And I completely understand. We have people who do not like Rich Swan that sung the praises 
of that matchup because of the story that they told mm -hmm. and the amazing action in that match. So um, kudos to Rich Swan and Chris Bay. Um, Chris Bay, he's a star. And in a year from now, I think people are going to be like, man, where did this guy Chris Bay come from? And then some of you guys that are in the chat with us right now who have been right along the ride with us on Impact. Mm -hmm. And those of you who remember him from the indies and from his time in WWE, you'll be able to say, I saw this guy win. You know, and I saw this guy when he got this start and when mm -hmm. he got the opportunity. And he catapulted from there. And I, I just think that 2021 is going to be the year, Chris Bay. Great shout. Then that was an amazing match. Absolutely amazing match. They were getting kudos from people all over Twitter. And the people that were in other companies, people that were in other – I mean, Brian Myers came out and said, if I had to pick people to wrestle, I would pick Rich Swan and Chris Bay. I mean, that's, that's, that's kudos that's from your peers. Um, that's big, man. That's big. And when people who are, are noticing that kind of stuff, yeah, that was a fantastic match. Absolutely fantastic match. Great pay-per-view, uh, by the way, mini pay-per-view, whatever they're calling them, but, um, great stuff on Saturday night that we got to see. So, um, yeah, my number one, this was kind of a no brainer and Jeff already talked about it. Of course, uh, the Kenny Omega moment, but I'm going to give it a one a, and I'll tell you why. But I, but yes, the Kenny Omega moment uh, the, again, and I told you guys this as well. We could be living wrestling history, and I love that. I absolutely love that, and I absolutely love that Don Callis is playing that up. I love that he's saying we're making history because you know what? They are, they are. And if this is going to lead to bigger and better things, we've talked about this earlier, so I'm not going to dwell on it. My, but here's my one A: the damn Karate Man, the Karate Man. <laughs> I love that guy. I absolutely love that guy. Yeah. I, I've yeah. said this before. I'm an 80s camp guy. I love 80s stuff. I mean, this is this is about as campy as it can be, but I love it. Man, Ethan Page is killing it with his, you know, with the, these multiple personalities that he's doing and everything like that. We saw him fly out to the ring. He gets yep. decked and he's down. He's gone. And even Jeff called him. Hey, Jeff again. Jeff's been calling stuff all week. Jeff goes, <laughs> what if he comes back as the karate man? And it didn't even dawn on me. I'm like, I'm not, and, and he was laid out. You didn't see him. And then all of a sudden, boop, comes the karate man <laughs> to the ring. And I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. Fantastic. We didn't see him. We've seen him on Talking Shop too, uh, but the, uh, the, you know what? Say what you will about the North. Say what you because they're a fantastic tag team. They were ranked, I think, fourth in PWI for tag teams yeah. this year. That's yeah. amazing. Say what you want about them because they're really, really good. But what this guy's doing is he's making his own brand. He really is, and he's doing it well. I mean, he's creating his own brand, Ethan is, and he's doing an amazing job with it, man. Kudos to you, dude. Like, who is going to come up with a character like that in today's day and age? He, you know what? He's a throwback to me. He really is. And you guys that are fans of his, I know James Chadwick isn't, but he's, he's a throwback to me to like 80s wrestling because he's coming up with these gimmicks that you wouldn't normally see in now in today's day and age in wrestling of today. So kudos to him. And I love the karate man thing. I think that was awesome. So that's another thing that we have of many, many things to look forward to an impact. Now everybody was thinking Ethan's gone because his contract was supposed to be up and but who knows how he's going to play this off. But, 
but kudos to him doing that. I thought that was fantastic. I got a great, I mean, I marked out to that. So I, uh, and we got a laugh out of it at the same time. Great stuff. So I, I, yeah. So there's my number one. Top three, guys. There it is. We are done with our top three for this week. Uh, we hope you had some markout moments this past week as well. Um, we really do. Uh, because that's what that's what it should be. That's what wrestling should be all about. Um, all right, man. What have we got next? All right. Well, I, I think it's time, man. Um, uh, I know what's coming. Here we up. are. Here we are. Ring that bell. Ring that bell. Sell or no sell uh we our debate portion of the show uh yes um love this uh section always did always will i uh, love doing this and uh yeah let's get started so there you go topic number one on the screen new japan pro wrestling should be added to the impact aew partnership sell or no sell i'm going to say should be added to the AEW Impact Partnership. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to sell it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to sell it because of what I want to see. Now, there's already some Twitter garb going on here, right? There's already some Twitter stuff happening here between New Japan because of what's happened. They're starting to talk about the Bullet Club now, too, because now then there's been a lot of people who've asked us, isn't the Bullet Club – part of new japan so how are they going to use that without we don't know because yes it is um it's very much still in play there and if you go on to twitter you'll see that they are talking about that very thing so should they be added to the partnership yes uh because of that factor because now what you can do is you can maneuver kenny around almost as a traitor you can maneuver him almost as a you. Well, yeah, you've been to New Japan. You've been over there with all this stuff, but now you're doing this just so. What's going on here? And you can have a, almost an instant feud built up anyway. And then Kenny's going to have to get some more ranks in his team, and and you know maybe even grow that Bullet Club a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to say sell because, uh, like Jeff had said more, uh, you know, pre prior on this show, it would just be amazing to see. And yeah. if they want to combine it, like Jeff had mentioned, and do this in a big New Japan pay-per-view, the eyes they're going to get on that pay-per-view. The eyes they're going to get on that pay-per-view. We already saw Chris Bay is going gonna, is, is gonna to be involved with New Japan. The, the Good Brothers have said. Now, is this all what they had talked about? The Good Brothers said they wanted to be involved with New Japan. Well, this is an easy in. So, yes, I think so. I think it should be. I think it just makes sense. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to sell it. I love it. And for all the reasons that you mentioned, um, I, I honestly believe it. And I want people to, to kind of understand where we are with this because you pick up little subtle things with discussions around the Bullet Club. When Gallows and Anderson and AJ Styles had the OC, that was a reference to the club. Mm -hmm. it, I mean, and the OC stood for the only, the original club, the only club that matters. Yep. Who do you think, <laughs> who do you think they're talking about? 
that's Bullet Club all day yeah. long. Uh, I thought it was interesting that Kenny actually brought up the the words Bullet Club on yeah. Tuesday night because I thought he was just going to say the club. Yep. Um, and then you and a lot of the things that you've seen on Twitter since then have been about, you know, the club. That's what Anderson and Gallows have been putting out there, the club, the club. And then you start getting uh, Tomotanga and all these other people talking about you know, we're the real bullet club. Yep. I think it's all a work. I think Kenny was intentional in dropping that because I think this is bound to happen. Now, I think I think it's is probably closer than we think, but I, I think you know a few things have to be worked out first, especially between AEW and New Japan, yeah. uh, because the relationship is going to be there for Impact and New Japan. We've already seen them working together. That was a part of the stipulation for uh, the Good Brothers to sign at Impact. So I think it's only a matter of time before we see some Bullet Club guys that are currently in New Japan. <clears throat> Jay White. Um, <laughs> come over and be a part of this. If any, If anybody knows who I'm talking about, how would you like to see a Rich Swan Kenny Omega, Jay White, triple threat. Yeah. And I'll just leave that there. Yeah. There's <laughs> so much that can happen here. Big Dan says, I'd love to see Tonga with Roman and the Usos in oh heel bloodline stable. Tonga's the guy that you should go check out his Twitter, by the way, because he's the yeah. one who's been doing all this stuff with the uh, since uh, this happened on Tuesday. He's been the one that's been very vocal, showing mm -hmm. pictures of what he says is the real Bullet Club. So this is out there. This is out there. And uh, I would not be shocked one little bit if this does happen. Uh, awesome Sauce says hello. Hello to you, Awesome Sauce, 20091. Uh, Elijah Washington, hello to you. Uh, I think I might have had a couple other people sneak in here. Little T, hello, gamer guy. Hello. Oh, Texas Star fan, hello to you. Um, welcome. Um, yes, but uh, there we go. So we both agree that we need to sell this. Absolutely. All right. What's topic number two? All right. And I'm getting some uh getting some J some J White love out there. So I don't feel alone on the on the train there. Even nice. I'm not mad at you, Elijah. I, I want to see Jay White and Finn Balor as well, as well as Jay White and AJ Styles, as well as Jay White and Kenny Omega. <laughs> there's a lot of a lot Lots of those of Jay things. White versus I someone. Wanted, yes. There's a lot that I want to see, but uh, but no, I, I'm uh, yeah, I'm all in on that. So topic number two, topic WWE number is at risk of becoming an afterthought in wrestling. So in those wow, man. Um, the key words there are are at risk. Ah, oh, sell. Yeah, Ooh. I love it. I oh that was that was tough. That was tough. You struggled with that one. Um yeah, that look, do they have some good things going? Yes. I mean the fiend being one, 
Roman being two, um, some of their women's matches. But like I said, if you can rip one person off of a show and that the rest of that show kind of stinks, not good. It's not good. You can't do that kind of stuff anymore. You can't do it when you've got some competition. You can't do that. You can't have a show that you could just say, I don't care. I'm just going to throw out there what I want to throw out there, and you're going to like it. It doesn't work that way because people can look at something else. People can get behind something else. So that risk, will it is one thing. Russ right. said, no way, it'll never happen. Will it? If it if the if the words there were will it, or it is going to, I would probably have no sold it. Because uh, do I think it will? I don't think so. Just because of the fact that it's a big, big, big brand, it's been out there forever. And even if something along the lines happens that we kind of rumored saying that they're going to get bought, you know, if they go to Disney and they get bought out by Disney, then it ain't going anywhere because Disney will figure out how to market it. But the fact that it says is at risk. It is. It is. And I never thought I'd say that. I never thought you asked me this question. You asked me this question a year ago. One year ago, I would have told you you were crazy. But now. I said it before. You've got to do some stuff, man. You keep we, the one thing else I'll say is this. We kept saying time after time after time. Okay, this is going to fix it. Okay, this is going to fix it. Okay, the draft, the draft, the draft is going to fix it. It hasn't fixed it. Right. They pushed some things around, but it hasn't fixed it. Now we're hearing rumors of other things. You know, now we heard Keith Lee is going back to the performance center. Now we heard Otis is going back to the performance center. So... And that's not a bit necessarily a bad thing. Guys have to work on their craft, and and I'm okay with that. If if that's if they're going to go get sent down and and they need to really work on some stuff, people maybe saw something they didn't like in both of them, and that's fine. But what what is your ambition? Where where are you going? And you have to have a plan. You have to have some sort of a long term plan at where you're going. We know Bray can tell a story, right? We know Roman can tell a story. Roman and Paul Heyman can tell a story. Other than them, where are you heading? Where are you heading? You had Bailey was the women's champ. She held it for a long, long time. You knew where it was going. You knew where that was going to be. Where are you heading? Yep. That's where I'm at. That's where yep. I'm at. Roger. Listen, man. <laughs> I think a lot of people are saying no. We've got a lot of no sales, and I'm sure, and that's that's fine, and yeah. that's fine. You can feel how you want to feel, and that's cool. That's your opinion, but listen, I love it. I'm gonna sell it too, and here and and I want to I want to shout out Moda because he just mentioned the reason why I'm I'm selling this. WWE is being very reactive while other promotions are being proactive. That's why we are having a Firefly Inferno match for ratings buys because I think they are sort of desperate. Yes. In in this game, in the in this business, 
you're either an innovator or you're behind the, the times. Back in the day, WWF was an innovator. Yep. Then WCW became the innovator. They got real stupid with their money. And then WWE figured out what they were going to do to change this. And they got they, they became the innovator again. Attitude era. Yep. Attitude era. That that was that was that changed the business. It did. Now, all these years where there were no there were no real threats to the throne that was WWE, that is WWE, then you get AEW. And they do things just a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And while I don't enjoy all the things that they do, they have done quite a few things that have changed the business. Yep. It's not all about WWE anymore. Yep. It's just not. I mean, we can, it's still, it's still a destination. A lot of wrestlers see it as the pinnacle. You look at, I mean, people that we just saw leave Impact. You look at Wentz, you look at Dez. Yep. They wanted to go to WWE because for them, that's been a lifelong dream. Mm -hmm. But as we continue to go down this road, there are going to be less and less professional wrestlers that see WWE as a destination. Mm -hmm. They're going to see it as a place that is going to make me into a robot. They're going to make my performance cookie cutter. Mm -hmm. They're going to dictate everything I say on social media and not allow me to be who I really am. Yep. I can go to impact, have great matches at impact or AEW. And I can work at other places too. And I'm not locked into a contract. Yep. So for me, unless Unless WWE does something within the next year, they're going to start to lose the, in my opinion, I think they'll start to lose that factor of this is the pinnacle of professional wrestling. Because now with the internet <laughs> and with as many streaming options as we have out there for us to consume, you don't need the big production value of WWE anymore. Fight TV has proved that to us. Yep. So that I'm going to get off my soapbox, but that's, that's why I think this is a sell for me. And, and hopefully, I mean, because WWE does make the business better. I hope they get their act together. So it can feel like, so wrestling can feel a different way. Again, but right now it just feels like the old dinosaur is becoming extinct and we're seeing a new breed come up. And that, that's what it feels like right now. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Elijah says, what's up? Sorry, I didn't say what's up. Oh, you're good, dude. Uh, yeah, no, man, I agree. You want another quick example of this? And I'll give it to you from my retail side of my, my, uh, the, my job. There is a company, you may have heard of them, called Apple. Right. Apple years and years ago used to be an innovator. Apple used to come out with the newest thing. Everything you saw was their 
the, you know, when Steve Jobs was still around, probably this, and you know, it may have changed when, but they used to have all of the innovative stuff. They used to come out with all the new things. You know what they are now? They're they're reactive. They've become reactive. They now react to what Samsung does. Samsung does something, Apple does it. I've seen it. I've seen it for the past three or four years now. And that's how it goes. They have become reactive instead of proactive. They've thought to themselves, you know what? We're Apple. Who gives a damn what other people do? Nobody cares. We can throw out a phone that's a piece of junk and they don't care. They'll buy it because there's an Apple on it. I mean, you know, they can probably throw out a, a set of number two pencils and it has an Apple on it. And people will spend $10 for them. And then, and there are people that are like that, right? Yeah. But, yeah. but this day and age, people are getting smarter. They're getting smarter. They're reading things on the internet. They're fi they're fact finding. They're finding things out about stuff, and they're starting to realize, you know what? That iPhone's a piece of crap. There's not a lot in going on in there. I'm going to go out and I'm going to get this Samsung Note 20 because the iPhone doesn't have this. It doesn't have this. It doesn't have this. It doesn't have this. So there's another great example of that. That happens in big business. And so, yeah, no, man, I, I, I agree. I agree hundred percent. I agree. They've got to, they've got to get back on the proactive track instead of the reactive track. Great comparison. Yep. All right, man. What is up All next? Right, man. All right. So the next one, see, we're talking about more options out there. Ring of honor and major league wrestling MLW are positioned to have a big 2021. I just, this is a great question. And again, I cannot come out and say, I know a lot about MLW. I've heard of them. I know some of the athletes that are there. Have I watched it? No. Ring of Honor, I started getting into a little bit. Like I said, when I watched that pure tournament and I see they're doing some things, of course, now EC3 is wrestling there. I know that they're bringing in Danhausen, who is a big name on the indie circuit. So that's something as well. They're bringing some indie wrestlers into ROH. Um, there are names there also. So you know, why not? Why not? Look, a lot of these companies have had to go from, I'm, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to sell it because okay. like I said, I'm going to sell it because why not? And I, I think 2021 could be the biggest party ever, ever. If all of this stuff comes and goes, everybody gets their vaccines and everybody gets past this big black cloud that's hanging over us. You're going to see parties like you ain't never seen before, man. You might see bands reunite that you thought were long gone. You might see, you know, <laughs> and wrestling, these, these smaller companies are going to get their crowds back. People are going to be wanting to go to live events. They're not going to be able to get tickets maybe for WWE because one of the things that these companies are going to do, and mark my words, they're going to drive up ticket prices, man. They're going to need to make some of this income back, and they're going to drive their ticket prices sky high. You are going to have a tough time getting a ticket even to a WWE house show if they're even still going to do them. So what better way to do it? Then go to, and even AEW, shows for them are going to be tough to come by. So what better way to do it than when you can see some of these smaller companies out there get a, get a, a relatively nice price ticket to be able to go and watch a wrestling show. And like I said, the, what, what I have seen from them, and I have to watch more because just because I, I'm curious about them, but from what I've seen of them, the Ring of Honor stuff is very different. It's not for everyone. Not for everyone, 
But when I watched it, I was like, oh, this is cool. It's, it's different. It's something completely different from what I'm seeing. So are they positioned to have a big 2021? I, I would think so, especially if they can get fans back into the building. And that's why I'm selling because I do think that that's going to happen. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. I, I love it. I'm going to make it real simple. Um, I'm, I'm not even going to. I don't want to take too long on this, but if you have not seen Ring of Honor or MLW, look on YouTube, Fight TV. Yep. Um, I'll just say it, man. They are tremendous, tremendous shows. And yet again, other options for yep, wrestling. More choices. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, if if there's any advice I can give to wrestling fans today is just because you've watched one thing your entire life doesn't mean that you won't enjoy something better once you give it a try. Yeah. And there are going to be some of you who cringe at all of the comedy and all of that stuff that goes on in WWE. And you'll look at ring of honor and you might be like, that's it. That's exactly what I'm looking for in a wrestling show. Go check it out. Same thing. You you might look at MLW and say, you know what? This has the type of style and feel that I like. Yep. Let me check this out a little bit more. I'll go ahead and tell you guys right now. I mean, I'm a I'm a consumer of every <laughs> type of wrestling that's out there because I I love professional wrestling that much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being a former professional wrestler, I just want to see I want to consume as much of it as I can. And I don't want to take a lot of credit, but one of the that that in and of itself helped us navigate towards impact. Yeah. Because, I mean, when I was I was man, I was selling it to Joe like crazy. I was like, listen, man. Joe, you got to check out Impact. <laughs> you got to check out Impact. Their knockouts yep. division is just as good, if not better, than WWE's women's division. Yep. And he thought I was crazy as crap the first time I told him that. <laughs> and yeah. he was like, I need to go check it out. And once he started watching, it's like, holy crap, I'm into this. I'm into this. And it's just one of those things where if you just look at one different show, whether it's GCW, whether it's Ring of Honor, uh, MLW, whatever it is, the collective, whatever you look at, yep, you might find something that you really like. Mm-hmm. And yes, I was just going to say that if you're a <laughs> WWE fan or an old school wrestling fan and you remember the Von Erics, there's a third generation Von Erics tag team, Davey Boy Smith Jr., Hammerstone. I'll just name a few. Just go check out. Just go go check out MLW. I promise you it's at least worth you checking it out. And you can decide from there if you if you like it or not. So that's just my push for um yeah, and um Leo Rush is there now in MLW. Yeah. Yeah. Just go check them out. Go check them out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, it's like Jeff said, 
and uh, I see Conrad agrees. Um, I, and look, it's just like Jeff said, there's options. You don't have to. If you if you're finding something wrong, and, and I agree, you know, with what Jeff said about impact, who would have thought like I would get to the end of 2020 and impact is my favorite show in wrestling. Ne never in a million years. I never would have thought. I mean, I figured, okay, you know, last year we had AEW starting and I figured, all right, let me start watching AEW and let me check that out and stuff like that. And I didn't really consider anything else. I'm like, okay, WWE, AEW, NXT is going to be kind of the big thing. I'm just going to go back and forth and just watch what it, you know, and then when he told me about Impact and I think, you know, I think a couple other people showed me some, some things from Impact when they showed me. And then when I started to sit down and watch it and listen, it's, it's not necessarily an easy thing sometimes to join them in between because you're going to have to learn a lot. You have to sit down. You're going to have to learn who the wrestlers are, watch their matches, sometimes go back on YouTube and see some of their stuff that they did before. So it takes a little bit, but I'll tell you what, it, it, it was, it's amazing. I, I never would have thought that that would have been the case, and I'm, I'm thrilled that I did it. And I thank Jeff Ford all the time. I'm thrilled that I did it because I never, ever would have thought I would have gotten into something that much that I could have said. That is my now, now my number. That's my go-to show. It's literally my favorite show to watch. Mm -hmm. It literally is. And who would have thought? So like Jeff said, it's just something else that if you're unhappy, right? If you're, if you're mostly a WWE watcher and you're not happy with it, give them a shot. Give somebody else a shot. Maybe you, you try an impact. Maybe it's not for you. There's other things out there. That's all we're saying. There's other things out there. There's other, and you may like it. Like Jeff said, if you're more of a, if you come from a background that you kind of like the college, like the collegiate wrestling, you kind of like more, you know, just wrestling, not so much promos, not so much ring of honor, pure tournament. That's right up your alley. Mm -hmm. That is right up your alley. Cause that's what it is. That's what all it technical. is. All technical. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. It's mat wrestling. And if that's what you like, you've got an option. You have other options. That's all we're saying. And like Jeff said, Fight TV, who's been gracious enough to kind of partner with us a little bit, they've given us codes and things to give out. And we'll have codes for other shows. Um, I mean, we had codes for a Lucha show. We had some codes that they give us for other things that you can get to try this stuff if you win a code. So yeah, just give things a shot. That's what, that's really all we're saying. Because you never know when you might like something that you never thought you would before. So, yes, sir. All right, that is it. I think from sell or no sell. Am I right? Yes, yes. All right. and, uh, you know, we we have a, another segment that we kind of debuted last week, and um, you know, we really didn't have a name for it, and I, I don't know that we still have a name. I don't know if this is going to stick, but. <laughs> Um, sounding off, sounding off. Yes. And you know, and this is where we... go ahead. Go ahead. John. No, I was just going to say, I, I mean, you know that I sounded off last week on retribution and I'm still sounding off on retribution. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, okay. So this week for me, um, man. AEW. Let's have a chat for a second. <laughs> you have some brilliant women on your roster. You have a megastar in Thunder Rosa. You have Britt Baker. You have Sheeta. I could go on. You have Big Swole. Dr. Britt Please. Baker. Yes. 
please do me a favor. Stop putting them in segments that only last four minutes, that don't really lead to anything, and then play an advertisement for AW Heels during that segment. That is a slap in the face to women that you're trying to get into to, to see your product. That's a slap in the face because you've got all this talent, but you rarely use it. I, I'm sorry, but with all of the wrestling options that are out there, I don't have time to sit and watch 14 matches on AEW Dark every Tuesday. I just don't. Give me more of your women's division on Dynamite. If you don't want to do that, you know what? Make AEW Dark all about them and just be done with it. Just say, you know what? We're going to make everything on AEW Dark all about the women. Yep. That's it. Um, Other than that, like stop parading around like you're trying to – introduce us to different things, but you're not utilizing your talent. Like, I don't want to see Thunder Rosa in some stupid backstage thing. I want to see her in the ring. I want to see her cut a promo, and then I want to see her in the ring for a 15- to 20-minute match. That's what I want to see. You want to get these folks over? They have to get time. They have to get time. You can't expect someone to be invested in your women's division when you're not invested in giving them the time that they deserve. And you know what? There are people out there that say, well, you know, they just don't feel like, like the, the women's uh, wrestlers are ready yet. Then you know what? That's an AEW problem. That's not a fan problem. If you don't think that they're ready, then doggone it, get them ready. You have several wrestlers on your roster that own and run and operate wrestling training schools. If you feel they're not ready, guess what? Send them to one of your wrestlers who has a wrestling school. Work on their promos. Do all of the things that you feel they aren't up to par with and work on them. But you know what? They're never going to get over any more than they are right now until you give them the time to do so. So don't tell me that you want, you know, you want to give someone a, a two minute promo and then expect as a fan, as a casual fan, I'm supposed to care about what this feud is about. Last thing I'll say is this. You bring in all this talent. You brought in Tay Conti. You brought in, I'm pretty sure Thunder Rosa is going to tell us at some point that she has signed a contract. Yep. Guess what? A woman, a women's match, one women's match on a pay-per-view for 10 minutes doesn't make up for all the, the lack of time that you don't give them. So, you know what? I, that's my sounding off for the week. I've said it before, but it just seems like they haven't figured out yet that the fans are calling for more matches from their women's division. And until we get that, I have to, I got to take issue with AW. I mean, the stuff that you do in tag team wrestling, great. 
phenomenal. It's a little spotty at times. I'll give you that. I know people like to say, you know, there's a little too too many flips and all that stuff. And if you're not into that type of wrestling, you probably don't like it. And I completely understand. Yep. But you, you're doing so many things right. But the things that you're doing wrong, and there are a couple, it's a problem. So yeah. that's it. I'm, I'm done. No, it's, it's a perfect point. And they're not, it's not being fixed. It's not being fixed. Yeah. And, and, you know, like you said, you know, when you have your competition and NXT is having, do you think it's just, do you think it's, do you think it's a, um, it's, it's not being done on purpose that, that NXT is having women's matches almost every single week as their main event. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. wonder why they're doing that. Yeah, because they know they've got, you know, they've got their women spotlighted. They know they're not afraid to spotlight their women. And yeah, when you're going to do that, that's how you're going to go after that other company. So if you have a weakness, fix it. It's not that hard. It's not like you have a crap division that you that you shouldn't spotlight. You've got good athletes there. There's no reason why you shouldn't have them at, at the forefront of your show. There's no reason why you can't have a women's match when... You know, when you're running seven on seven tag team matches. Good job. Hey. Yeah. Like, why? See, why? I'm already top, so I'm not going to go into that one. Yeah, but. I mean, why? Like, why would you do? You know what I mean? Like, the, time better spent, right? And and again, yeah, I'm, I, that's that's a great one, Jeff. And it's it's been something that's ongoing. And if they want to improve, that's, again, we talked about WWE having to improve. That's one of the ways that AEW needs to improve. There's no question. There is no question. Um, so sounding off. Um, mine, and I'm not just doing this because of uh, the guys in the chat, but stop, stop, stop bringing Goldberg back. Just stop. It's over. It's done. And I'm not just saying it to be a jerk to people in the chat, but please just stop. Goldberg needs to, he needs to be done. He needs to be done. And I am look, the guy had a great career. He was killer. And when you, when you think about him and you go back and you watch the things that he did in WCW, he was a monster. Man, nobody wanted to face this dude. He'd come out and he'd win every single week, no question. He was undefeated, had a streak going. You know, he was involved with Hollywood Hogan. That match, and I you go back to say this was the fall of WCW because they didn't put that match on a pay-per-view. He beat Scott Hall and Hogan the same night. I mean, he was an absolute beast. Now he's a shell of himself. Putting him out there more and now if he's signing these contracts or he's going to be on at least three shows a week uh just stop man just stop vince if you want to pull that card and you want to bring the legends back into the game call someone else call someone else who's maybe not so old who maybe can't even do his finishing moves anymore just stop man like literally spend that money on someone else like Jeff said earlier, if you're going to bring back CM Punk, spend the money on CM Punk. Uh, you know, respects to Goldberg. All respect to him. And I'm not saying, like I said, he had his place in history. And he will always remember, be remembered for that. Um, but when you trot these guys out time after time after time, and 
it, it's just the, the dude can't do his finisher anymore. He can't, he can't pull, he couldn't pick up Bray. I mean, that's a sign, guys. That's a sign that you have to stop. It's, 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 it's done, man. Stop playing that card. Stop playing that card. And the other thing that goes along with this too, start giving the young guys a shot. Start bringing up your young talent. This is something that I will give kudos to AEW for. They're bringing up their young guys, man. They're going to have a future in 15 to 20 years, right? They're going to have guys that can carry that company. You're seeing it now. They're getting involved. I mean, Sammy Guevara, you know, he's going to be a big star. Uh, Darby. Start. You're right, Darby Allen. They're going to be stars, man. They're going to be the base of your company. You know, who does WWE have? I mean, you, you've got Bray, you've got Roman, but they're, they're not young bucks anymore. They're not guys who have been, you know, they're not super, super old. They can be around for a bunch of years yet, but you you got to have some guys in their 20s maybe that you need to bring up. Stop, stop with these legends. It's not working anymore. It's it's embarrassing almost, and it's just it's just not working anymore with certain guys. Goldberg is one of them. Just stop, man. Stop with the I get three matches a year business. You know you're not going to Saudi right now, and I understand if you did that because of Saudi Arabia. I get it. Saudi loves legends; they like those guys and stuff like that. But my God, I'd rather have them bring back. I don't know. You think of somebody? I'd rather have them bring back Kane and do three matches a year. I'd rather have them bring back, you know, other people that have been out of the business for, you know, bring back the Bella Twins, bring back people like that and give them a couple matches, but stop with Goldberg, dude. It's, it's done. It, it, and, and just like I said, this whole thing with Roman, what are you going to get with it? What are you going to get with this? Roman Reigns is going to squash the dude, make him bleed all over the place in the ring, totally destroy him and wipe him out. Really? Do you want to walk away from a ring like that? You know, you go back to what Undertaker said and how Undertaker doesn't want to, to, to have any more matches because he wanted perfection. Well, dude, doesn't that make you think? What does Goldberg want? Is he all about money? Is he really that dude that just wants a paycheck? Wow. Okay. There are people like that. Maybe he needs the money. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah man it's it's over it's over and just stop I, I will i'd like to add one thing to that that goldberg said himself in his special that's on the wwe network right now yes i sat through it um <laughs> <laughs> no it was actually good i mean it, it was it was good because you know i remember the street growing up you know, being a WCW homer and all that stuff. Um, here's what I'll say about, you know, his, his own, his own quote. He said, when you get in a ring, you better be able to hit your finisher on everyone because you never know who's going to show up in a match and you better be able to do your own moves. Goldberg, take your own advice. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, just going to say. <laughs> you, you you and it's listen it's nothing personal against goldberg i i've i've been a fan of goldberg 
Mm-hmm. But my problem is, it's time now for the younger guys. If you want to come back out every now and again and, you know, hit your theme music and, and people go nuts, that's fine. But you should not be automatically injected into a title match just because your name is Goldberg and you had a undefeated streak at one point, what, right. 15, 20 years ago? Mm-hmm. Like over 20 years ago. Yeah. Just, just stop. Pass the torch to these young guys. And here's the other thing, folks, that I want to say to you is people keep talking about Keith Lee being the next up and comer. Keith Lee is 36 or 37 years old. Okay. Yeah. He's not, he's not a spring chicken. So you have to look even deeper into your roster to get those younger guys that we're talking about 15, 20 years from now could be the folks that we look to, you know, as, as the, the legends and the goats, you got to look deeper down. And if you're not going to develop those people, if you're not going to give them opportunity now, then what people are saying is correct. And you'll never have a major star in WWE again. It'll just be a bunch of people carrying the company flag and interchangeable. Very true. Very true. Yeah, so there you go. There's our sounding off for the week. I hope you enjoyed that because, like you said, you know, sometimes you got to have the positive and sometimes you just got to get some stuff off your chest. So, uh, so yeah, uh, good to do that. And, uh, and yeah, I loved it. I uh, loved it. All right, guys. Um, I know we're coming up on two hours. We've had you for a while. So what to watch for? Um, yes. Uh, you know, we have TLC coming up. And so we have our TLC uh, preview show this coming Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is where we will talk everything Bray. We'll talk all about the Bray theories. What do we think this match is going to be? Among all the other matches as well, we'll talk about that with Tazzy, with Jody, myself, Jeff, maybe Brandy. I I hope she's feeling well. She Maybe she'll just chime in a little bit. We'll see. Maybe she'll be in chat. Um, But, yes, we have that on Saturday, so make sure you join us for that. And then, of course, Sunday is the big one, TLC streaming live on the network join us for the watch along on tlc we'll get back to you with a time on that it'll probably be 6 45 that's usually when we start um if that's the case i'll be along as soon as i get home from work so it'll be jeff jody and tazzy we'll start you guys off and then i'll be back uh for uh probably about 7 30 ish in and around there uh, so yes uh come and join us for tlc as well and then of course we have uh, Abby's window will definitely be a reaction show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely yeah. Be a reaction show on Monday. So make sure you join them for Abby's window on Monday as well. And of course we start the week over, we go back to impact. Now impact will be a little different because it's just going to be an award show for the next couple of weeks. Um, but we do ask you to join us anyway, um, because you never know, they might run promos. They might have some new matches being made and stuff like that for some of these upcoming pay-per-views. So join us on Tuesday for impact also. So there you go. All right, Jesse. Uh, warming up the band, Jesse Callen. It is time for Callen Corner. And, you know, I said this on Twitter, Jeff. I literally thought that Jesse was in that Thunderdome with a cue card showing Bray Wyatt the jokes that Bray was saying. <laughs> I, said, I said that to Jesse. I'm like, did you, did you really, did you give Bray those jokes? Uh, because if not, and Bray, if you ever listen to our show, 
Uh, you might have a joke writer. <laughs> yeah. You might, you might just have a joke writer. Uh, I'm sure Jesse be ready, willing, and able to share her humor with you uh, if you ever need the, any more backstage jokes uh, for Funhouse Bray. So, um, all right, Jesse, uh, we've warmed up the band. We're ready to roll. Uh, it is your time now, Jesse Callen. So as always, we like to leave you a little laugh before we go. Um, we hope you all enjoyed the show. Um, we hope you enjoyed seeing our, uh, our uh, shining faces on the screen uh, for the very first time. Um, it has been a long time coming. Uh, so I hope, that, uh, I hope that you are enjoying the video uh, part of it as well. Uh, wow, seven jokes tonight from, uh, from Jesse. So there we go. Jesse's uh Jesse's working. Jesse's working. Marissa, Larissa wants to know if she can yeah, yeah. Ask away. You don't ask, have to away. Ask, you can ask us something. Ask away. Um we can read uh we can read chat while you're doing that. Yeah. Uh Bray left it definitely let Jesse in. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. It is time for Callan Corner Comedy, says Hayden Garrett. Yes, it is. It is and, and folks. Let us know what you think about the presentation of this now that we are doing video. If you like how it looks, um, yep. let us know because, you know, I take a lot of your um, comments and everything in con into consideration. And I want to make the show as visual as visually pleasing as I can. So just let me know what you think. <laughs> C Wrestling says a joke writer. You mean a joke Google copycat? Oh, that's horrible. That's horrible. <laughs> Poor Jesse. Um, Big Dan said Willie Nelson got his car shoveled. It's on the road again. Oh, Big Dan coming up with some stuff here. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, I have seven because I don't know if all of them will actually be funny. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Tazzy says, this is awesome, Mr. Graphics. Uh, Tazzy calls Jeff Mr. Graphics, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's crazy how things happen, isn't it? Like, we didn't even consider starting doing video, and then all of a sudden we did video, and now, now we're doing video. So yeah. who would have thought? Who would have thought? Um, this. Uh, let's see. Can I recommend uh, that you broadcast in 3D? <laughs> Good Lord, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I don't think so, Rusty, but uh, thank you for that suggestion. Um, Hayden says it's awesome to see your guys' faces. Thank you, Hayden. Uh, do we have TikTok, Larissa? No. I couldn't even tell you the first thing about how to use that. My daughter uses it all the time. She's always out making TikTok videos. Um, I, You know what? We, I literally tried to do an Insiders one way back when, but I found myself never using it because I'd go and try to like make a, a marketing video video for it like to say we were doing something and I didn't realize that you're timed out and you get cut off uh so <laughs> I didn't use it after that so yeah um okay are we, are we at number one I'm a joke google copycat see what of it but I'm funny even without them says Jesse all right here's number one the word gullible isn't in the dictionary the word gullible isn't in the dictionary okay all right i get it i get it i get it all right all right all right i get it 
Yeah. That was okay. a delayed from, but that was at the L. That, that that took a little thought. That took a little yeah, thought, but I, okay, I, okay, okay. Rusty says, "Nice try, Jesse." LOL. <laughs> uh, number two, man, gravity always gets me down. Oh, now see, I like that. One. I like that one. That's nice. That that was funny. That was good. That was good. That was enjoyable. I like it. Uh, it's funny because it is. Rusty said, "Yeah." <laughs> Jesse said, "That's why they're always extras." See, okay. you know, she's prepared. Sunny gave that one an eight out of ten. The first one a nine out of ten. So there you go. Sunny has them uh, a little bit backwards from what I had, but okay, yeah, okay, we're good. Um, who's your number three? Uh, which building has the most stories? A library. Oh, okay, very clever. We got some clever stuff coming in. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I like it. Like clever stuff coming from Jesse tonight. Um, question is for Tazzy, Jeff, and Joe. Who's your favorite wrestlers from Raw, SmackDown, and NXT? Wow, that's a lot of information. Maybe we could answer that on Sunday during the uh, pay-per-view when Tazzy's here. All right, number four. I'm glad I learned sign language. It comes in pretty handy. Oh, nice. Nice. I like that one. Very nice. Very nice. Clever. Um, to show you how bad TikTok is, people were TikToking in line while waiting for rides at Universal when we were there a week and a half ago. Oh, yeah. yeah that's really not the time or place to be doing that. Um, uh, all right. Number five. I would tell a joke about pizza, but it's a little cheesy. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nice. Very nice. 10 out of 10, said Brandon. They like that one. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. I always said I always want to eat popsicles after I'm done with the Callan Corner because I just want to uncover those popsicle sticks with the jokes on them. <laughs> um, Callan Corner number six. A joke becomes a dad joke when the punchline becomes a parent Oh, <laughs> that's that's a good one right there. That was, that was your best one so far. That's, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Very, very good. <laughs> uh, C said, Jesse, you've said that cheesy one before. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Tazzy said, Jesse, I see you. Yeah, that was that was a good one. I got yeah. like that 10 out of 10. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, Larissa says, my favorites are Drew McIntyre, Adam. I guess that's Adam Cole. Uh, kitten, aka Leon and Dominic. Very nice. Yeah, we may we could talk about that on a different show for sure. Last but not least, we all need these, and I knew y'all would like that one. LOL. You were correct. You were absolutely correct. We did. We did. So we got one more, one more, and then we will say goodbye. We know we had you guys for a long time tonight. We had you for two hours. Um, which we appreciate you sticking around. Um, did we get our last one yet? Uh, do you know why Phil Collins likes summer? No jacket required, says Big Dan. Oh, very nice. Very nice. All right, here we go. Last one. Anyone in need of a pickup line? Here goes. Are you fire? Because you're hot and I was s'more. Oh, <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh, wow. oh, Jesse, my goodness. 
See, we don't need Raw. We don't need no. Raw. We don't need our truth because we have Jesse Cowan. Um, we have our own our truth. Uh, and Jesse's comedy is, uh, yeah, very good. Very good. Always good to end the stream on a laugh. Thank you so much, Jesse and Dan, for throwing some jokes out there, too. Thank you very much for doing that. Always brightens our evening. Uh, oh, you had a typo in there? Yeah, one. <laughs> and I want more. I want more. I want more. Ah, uh, that makes a lot more sense. Okay. All right. Okay. That's all right. You're allowed a typo. Um, Hayden says seven out of ten. <laughs> All right, guys, that is our show for this week. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we hope you enjoyed uh, listening to some of the uh, the highlights of this past week in wrestling, which was absolutely crazy. So much stuff going on. Um, before we go, um, obviously, like I said, our two shows, I told you about those, what we have coming up for the weekend. Don't forget to check out Tazzy's stream tomorrow night. Um, he should have a, a, a tailgate and an after party, I believe, Tazzy. Are you doing both tomorrow? Uh, let us know in the chat. If so, make sure you join Tazzy's stream. Um, always does uh, good stuff uh, before and after SmackDown. Uh, usually, I think he's running it at 7 now. So it starts at 7 o'clock before uh, the show starts. And then, of course, right after the show is over, Tazzy will be there. I know C Wrestling has a stream that he does on Fridays. Um, uh, he j just does kind of a, you know, go and check it out and uh, kind of chat with C kind of a thing. Um, so make sure you check that out as well. Um, so many people doing so many things. I, Jesse did. I don't know if Jesse does did her prediction video yet. I know Jesse usually does that kind of stuff. Tazzy says yes, both tomorrow. So there you go. Um, so yeah, um, so cool. Lots of people in our community are doing stuff. I know Dave in real life does a lot of videos now. So uh, Dave's fan does videos. So very cool. Uh, shout out to all those guys and go check those guys out when you have nothing, you know, you have nothing to watch or you, you think a night's going to be slow, a slow night, whatever, and you just don't know what to watch. There's always something out there and the community does a lot of that stuff. So that's very, very cool. Very, very cool. Jesse said it's coming. Okay. So Jesse's prediction uh, video will be coming up too. I know she usually does one as well. So very, there you go. Oh, and like I said, um, make sure you're voting on our polls uh, because I'm compiling all of this information uh, for our awards, for our TIGS awards. This is good shit. Awards, yes. Uh, we have those coming up at the end of the year. Um, also, I was able to put a poll on YouTube. I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't know you could even do that. I put a poll on YouTube. So if you stop by over on the YouTube page, make sure you vote in the poll. Um, I didn't know you could do that. And it's cool because you actually have more options on YouTube than you do on Twitter. They only give you four options to put on Twitter. So, um, so yeah, go and vote on that as well. Remember to like our video before you head out. Remember to comment as well. Like Jeff said, let him know uh, what you think about the graphics and things like that. Let us know if there's anything you think we missed or we could be doing better. That's the only way we get to learn and grow. Um, so comment on the video. Obviously subscribe to our YouTube channel if you have not done so already. I know many of you already have. Um, and share our content as well if there's anyone out there that you think may like to come over and see our beautiful faces on the screen. Um, let them know that too um so yes guys thank you so much for being with us i know we ran over tonight um but we had a lot to cover and uh thank you for sticking with us uh throughout the show thank you for being with us always and like i always say stay safe have a great rest of your night and we hope to see you all very soon on our next show guys good night take care everybody we'll talk to you soon <laughs>